Welcome, everybody, to episode 56 of A to Z Sports Talk. I'm AJ, here with my co-host, Zach Harms. And Zach, our childhood has ended. <laughs> our yeah. childhood has officially ended. Um, I'm feeling better than what I did a couple of nights ago. Because I'm not going to lie, that hit me pretty hard, bro. That hit me pretty hard. Yeah, if we uh, did an episode right after the game, I would have been very heated. <laughs> which I am the majority of the time after a team I like loses and then give it a couple hours and then I settle down. <laughs> but uh, I think I've just like accepted it. I've gone through I, my I, stages of grief. I try to go I as think, fast as possible. I think I'm with you there. I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm content with it. No, I'm pissed. When I think I about it, too. I get a little pissed. Yes. And we'll get into that in a second because I want to, we haven't actually, you and I talked about it how we feel about what has gone down here in St. Louis. But there's one thing that just I'm really pretty fired up about. But are you doing all right? That our last the... like 10 games were like one and nine. Wait, what are uh, you talking Cardinals? In postseason, yeah. Our last oh, like post-season. however many postseason games were like one and nine. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty unacceptable. But Pain. um you doing good down there besides uh besides that? Yeah, doing good. Watch well, this weekend was okay. It started off poorly, but thank God Clemson and the Cowboys won, or I may, I may have tied a brick to my leg and just jumped in the ocean. <laughs> that's what you, yeah. I, I think I football. said that to you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was going to say. Your, um, your football season is going pretty well, though. It's going both very teams well. Are, both both very your well. teams are playing well. Clemson... I'm nervous about this week. We will get into it next episode, but we just got to put a whole complete game in a complete game together against teams that we should just murder basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have a, did you see it for us today? I know you have a couple. Yeah. I'll always got a couple. Um, I guess there was a lot. Um, when DeGrom pitched in the Mets game, did you see, uh, as this person, MLB airs tweeted they called it de grope Buck Walter like grabbing onto <laughs> oh, yeah, his butt yeah, and it yeah. wasn't like just like a slap he like literally grabbed and held <laughs> yeah. on there for a little bit yeah. just gripping it um uh the yell leaders for Texas A&M uh being clowns once again they did their I think they did the midnight rally at uh where did they play at Alabama yeah at somewhere in Alabama and one of their guys is doing one of their stupid things where he like walks and does like this signal, whatever. It is. I don't know what. It's yeah. just very cringy, uh-huh. and he just completely forgot like his punchline. So oh that was, yeah, that that was that was actually pretty funny. I thought that was very <laughs> funny. Um, the Packers loss. We'll get into it later, but yeah. the chant from the Brits, "Shove that f and cheese up your ass," and they just were <laughs> singing it. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> it was awesome. That's awesome. Uh man, I got a lot that I sent you. I looking at mm-hmm. this Twitter thing, I, it's just basically me sending you stuff I see. I <laughs> Antonio Brown's been on one lately. He uh he posted a picture of like a cartoon book and it's Tom Brady leaving the house and it says Daddy doesn't live here anymore. He oh, is uh my goodness. He's really going crazy. Yeah, dude. Um and then the other one is the Giants guy, his butt sticking out, the guy <laughs> massaging his leg, but it does not look like that. And you it, uh, to see it. 
it was very funny. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just saw it and then I kept scrolling. And it was like everyone was posting it. I'm like, <laughs> this guy's butt naked on the sidelines <laughs> getting uh, some work done. Yeah, hopefully. some work. Yeah. And there's an obvious joke that can go along with it, but I, I'll just let everyone just, <laughs> just yeah. figure it out yourself. Yeah, you have to, you have to look it up. That, 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 that's actually pretty hilarious. <clears throat> um, also, uh, I guess another, did you see it is, um, whenever the Mets lost, they had the Tommy, Timmy, whatever the Tommy trumpets guy, and they played taps over it. So that was really yeah. funny. Yeah. 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 Uh, my did you see it is another, I mean, it could be right now the biggest sporting, mm, sporting news, I guess, going around the Draymond Green punch to Jordan Poole. Forgot that's about that. one of the, that's crazy because if you watch the video, <clears throat> Jordan Poole was obviously, obviously he had to be saying something. But I don't, it, he wasn't doing anything. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah, he pushed him and then he just came up and punched him in the face. <laughs> just literally, like, I don't know. Could you, did you see Jordan pull after the punch? I mean, that dude. Oh, like, he, he dropped. He, yeah. But yeah, he, he, he looked him. good. He, he looked fine. Uh, they played yesterday and he got, oh, he was nasty yesterday. The free throw award or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By like point three. Yeah. I looked it up. No, but he, he didn't look he like he made, had a bruise or anything. No, that's what I was looking for too. He had a, he had a uh, interview and a post conference. Well, what I was interested in is Draymond finally did it, but he hadn't said an apology. And in a uh, Nick Wright, and I know you're not a big Nick Wright fan, right? The analyst. I don't even know who that is. Um, is he on Fox Sports? Yeah. I feel like if you send me a video, it's probably some guy who I've seen before and I don't like. I I'm I'm positive you'll know who he is. Does he have like a skinny said, head, white, kind of have his hair back? Yes, yes, yes. Now he's got slick back hair. A yeah, little yeah. like goatee thing going mm-hmm. on? Yep. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> yeah. So he said in an era now where um, when these things happen, apologies are done through Twitter or whatever like that. He's like, Draymond's notes you got to You got to pull out the notes app, which I think is so stupid. They type all the stuff on their notes app, then just post a picture. I, uh-huh. I yeah. think it's dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean... He he has his own podcast, and so he oh he's he like did this post- for the clout. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, he posted a he posted a podcast episode the next day, no problem. But he didn't, and now it's different. He's he's come out and he's talked about it in the interview. Um, but yeah, that's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Because Draymond Green's another guy who's a little, yeah, just an interesting guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know I. I wanted, I mean, I'm, I, over the years, I've become more open to Draymond and some of the stuff. I don't hate him as much as I used to, but watching I that, like I mean, you just can't, you just can't do that ever in any circumstance. And so I know he's taken a little st- step back from the team, but it's got to be tough whenever he comes back. I mean, you and oh, I have yeah. played sport on sports <clears throat> teams before. It's got to be tough to kind of just move on from that. But, yeah, um, for real. I don't know. They got. But, Jonathan Kaminga to take his place. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, true though. I mean, that dude, that dude showed flashes last year. They're gonna, they have some weapons. James Wiseman, if he's healthy. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited, excited for him. I'm excited for the NBA season, bro. Uh, oh, the too. wild card round of the MLB did not disappoint though. Um, yes, besides, it did. <laughs> besides us, <laughs> besides us, because there were some really dope games going around. I don't even want to start with us. Let's start, um, Yankees Guardians. 
uh, or not? You haven't even played yet. <laughs> Guardians, uh, Guardians raised Yankees. The ultimate the pitching now. series. Yeah, yeah. So the first game, I'm trying to think of how the first game went down. It uh, was Guardians Bieber, won. McClanahan, and Jose yes. Ramirez hit a two-run homer at some point during that game, and that's yeah. all that happened. I think Jose Siri of Tampa he Bay hit a, hit a homer. So yeah, those were the only two runs, or only yeah, three runs in total. Two one, and then that that, that uh, game two was history. I mean, it's the first time it's gone scoreless that far into a playoff game. Fifteen innings, the Guardians won one nothing on a walk off. Is it Oscar Gonzalez, the the right fielder? Is that his name? Yeah, big guy. Is he a rookie? I was about to say. I, I think it's his second year because they said he hopped on the scene last year. Um, he looks, but he is a massive guy. Yeah, he looks like he could be really good. I don't really know him except mm-hmm. from this home run, but. He pimped yeah. it pretty good. Also, his walk-up song was the SpongeBob SquarePants theme song, <laughs> which is pretty sweet. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying, if you're facing someone with the SpongeBob SquarePants theme song, I feel like you would be a little like out of your element. What's going mm-hmm. on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're all chanting it. Yeah, and then uh, there was a kid different. in the stands with the SpongeBob uh, like mm-hmm. costume on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I honestly, in my opinion, the best series, and I, I think you would agree. I mean, that Guardians Rays is pretty cool, the pitching, but the Mariners Blue Jays, um, Mariners won game one, and then game two, the Blue Jays were up eight to one. The Bobachet George Springer play happened, and you told me about it. I didn't see it live, so I still haven't even looked it up. I heard it was pretty bad though. Yeah, um, Bobachet going back on a ball and George Springer coming in and, and yeah, it was in the triangle. You know, whenever it's a little blooper and the second who I don't know who this is it Kevin Biggio's their second baseman, Kevin, yeah, or is it that Espinal or uh, it was Espinal that game I believe. Okay, yeah, he's better than Kevin Biggio. Mm-hmm. They're all running back and George Springer dove head first and Bichette kind of went for it. And I think he hit him kind of in the head. I think that's why he was down so long. And then Bichette his arm, but. He got up, and then Springer was carted off. Yeah, well, I, I listened to I listened to a, um, a Blue Jays podcast actually, and they were talking how, in the moment, it's understandable Bichette's going back on the ball, but analytics showed afterwards George Springer had a seventy five percent chance of catching that. Oh um, yeah, he's coming in exactly. So I think you're was... running so fast, and probably the crowd's probably making some noise. You're mm-hmm. just because sometimes, and I know this is not really the same, but like in high school, I would play basketball and then I'd be like, I don't, sometimes you just kind of zone out everything. Yeah. I don't know yeah, how to explain sure. it, but yeah. I mean, even in a playoff game, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, you said he was stretchered off. He just sat on, he wasn't stretched. He just sat on the cart. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I haven't heard an update on his status, but after that, after that play happened, Everything fell apart because three runs scored on that. JP Crawford got to second. I think that made it eight to four, and the Mariners just kept rolling, and they ended up winning ten to no, nine. No, that JP Crawford tied it up. That blooper tied it up. It was oh, nine to six, did it? Did it? or okay. something. It t- and I just know it tied it up. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, the Mariners. I think it was Adam Frazier had a had a clutch um, RBI double, I believe, at, at the end of that game, and um, the Blue Jays kind of. <laughs> Kind of like the um, Maple Leafs, just can't get can't get through that I think first round. Austin Matthews 
throughout the first pitch. So everyone mm. was saying he passed on <laughs> the curse to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Yeah, I did see him throughout the first pitch. Um, I guess we can go to go to our series now because that's kind of the order. Wait, we were there's in. another one. The yeah, Mets, there was Padres. <laughs> no, let's do that one after because that one made me happy. Yeah, exactly. And and this is the kind of the order we did our predictions in. But no, um, we did really good on our predictions. <laughs> we got one game right. Dang, that's playoff baseball, man. We said yeah. that that's playoff baseball. But uh, no, the Cardinals. I thought Quintana game one was phenomenal, like he has been. I looked up his stats, or I, I guess I saw his stats. 12 starts with us, 201 ERA, and 62 innings pitch, one homer given up. I think you got to sign him back, bring him back. Sign him. You have to. You have to. And I actually, in the next couple of weeks, again, I'm not, I'm, I'm still ticked out, ticked off about this whole thing, but um, I want to do like player grades after Ooh. we, after we calm down and relax and think about this season. And also l- looking forward to next year. There's a couple routes we could go in free agency. Cause this oh, is a good I have free some free agency agents class. I kind of want to throw out here after we yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Um, but no, Yepes with the clutch homer in game game one off uh, the lefty. Al- uh, Alvarado. Alvarado. Yeah. Uh, big game clutch. in both games. Pinch hit, um, pinch hit two run homer. Um, and then. I mean, we can talk about it now. What What do you? Uh, All hell you broke loose. What were you thinking in the ninth inning there? What? Um... Well, it kind of started in the eighth. I don't know why Ollie got so impatient and decided to go with Helsley to get five outs. Gallegos did Gallegos pitch the s- seventh too at all? Um, I didn't. I don't think he did. I can, I can pull it up real quick, but I, I but don't. He got, I think he just pitched the eighth. He walked a guy and then he just pulled him. Gallegos is a good reliever. I think he can handle it. But then you bring in Helsley for five outs, jammed his finger. He pitched the seventh. Yeah, he pitched the seventh. Gallegos did. Yeah, so Hicks came in, gave uh, two-thirds to finish the sixth. Gallegos came in for the seventh, one out in the eighth, um, putting up zeros besides the walk. And then Helsley came in, and yeah, the rest is history. I think I would have rather had... uh, Palante or Flaherty come in to finish out the eighth instead of Helsley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Helsley looked good in the eighth. And then when he walked, he walked three in a row, right? And then plunked yeah. a guy. Yeah. And that, it wasn't even close. Yeah. He was all over the place. And then he said he wasn't feeling finger, mm-hmm. feeling in his finger, which to me, if you're not feeling anything in your finger, let someone know because you obviously are not pitching at yeah. your best. And it's, yeah. It's not like it's a regular season game in July against the Pirates. Yep. It's a big game because you have yeah. to win two to move on. Um, so that was frustrating. I think after a couple walks, you just have to pull him. And I get why he went to Palante because he wanted the ground ball double play. But if you're going to Palante, you got to move Edmund and uh, DeYoung back for mm-hmm. in double play depth to get it. Because Edmund was so close, but if he was back, he would have got it, and I think he could have turned the double play. I think mm-hmm. I don't know who was batting, but I know it was a guy fast, a faster guy, or Segura. Yeah, yeah, with Segura. Um, and then, but I mean, you think about now that we look back on that inning, 
we had so many chances for outs that that even if he got one, if he went to second, only got one one on that. Because the you know the place that stands out to me is I don't know I haven't looked back on it, but that Goldie play where Goldie got it and threw home. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that was the go ahead run, but I mean, look, we we ended up scoring a run in the in the bottom of the ninth anyway. We could have tried thought, to turn two. I thought he could have. I thought he could have stepped in the bag and turned it. Right. I still just can't get over why Edmund didn't why they didn't try to go for double play there because that that's what I always yeah. thought. If there's one out, you have the corners in, and then the the one thing out of the whole series that A Rod said that I actually was like, oh, that's <laughs> oh, actually smart was is oh my god, I wanted to shoot myself every time I heard him talk, but he said <laughs> move the infielders back. Michael K I, Michael K was awful, awful. I legit muted the second game after the yep. fourth inning. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to listen to the radio with it, but then it was I was ahead and it didn't work yeah, out. So I just yeah. sat there. Um I'll get into that later. That I'm also pissed about that. Uh, but I love Palante, but I think I would have gone Flaherty there and just mm-hmm. said, you try to strike him out. Because Palante is not a strikeout guy. He's a contact guy. And he got the contact, but when you get contact, like it can find a hole. Yeah. Like Gene Segura, credit to him. He hit that ball. That ball was like almost on the ground and he hit it mm-hmm. and just put it into play, which. We didn't do it all hitting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then Nato lets that one under his glove and the inning just like implodes. Um, and, and you mentioned it, but to, I mean, Palante kind of did his job of he getting did, ground really, balls. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 again, we don't know what I guess was ha- happening because Heldy said he had no feeling in his finger. So either he must have not told Ollie that. And Ollie was just saying, you've been our guy all year. Um, so we ended up losing that six to three, but going into game two, I still felt pretty confident. Mm-hmm. I know, uh, Nola was going. He's been pitching really well. Obviously, he's Michael is pitching good. He just had one yeah. bad pitch. The the curveball to Harper, that first pitch. Yeah. And God, and I hate Bryce Harper it. too. That just, that also pissed me off. You were probably cheering slightly <laughs> no, in your head. No, I Bryce wasn't. Harper lover. I wasn't. <laughs> Um, I'm really no, bad because that... if any of my teams lose to someone in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I hate them for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like Edmundo Sosa, of course, scored sliding yeah. in head first, and I'm like, yeah. I now hate you. Yeah, you played oh, for he us. Caught, he caught the. Uh, I know. I, I'm like final out. You gotta be flipping kidding me. Yeah, well, I mean, we started the game. Newpar got that single that he stretched into a double. And was all he fired was up. up. And I was I'm like, like, okay. Yeah, I was like, here we go. Here we and go. Then and we dropped, laid an egg. I think we, I think they struck out the side even. He might have. Yeah, probably. Okay, so Albert struck out and I don't even, I mean, this is the part where I was, I'm, I'm most mad at. Nato, you've been talking this talk. He hit the ball to... hard. He, he, there was yeah. a stat where the something where it's some average. He was just unlucky. He hit the ball hard. Yes, Bohm made a couple ridiculous plays at third. Hate him now were... too. Yeah, they, he was the robbing Phillies. stuff. He I'm, was robbing. Go stuff. Braves. But dude, what about Goldie? Zero for seven in that in that series or in the two this, games. This is what I was. I pushed down deep. What I was worried about was happen was going to happen after mm-hmm. watching us in September. Just kind of. We got to a big league 
lead in our division. And I think a couple episodes before the playoffs, when we clinched, I was like, oh, how many games up were you on the Brewers? And it was only six. I was like, oh, I thought it was more. So yeah. we were just kind of playing 500 baseball against teams that really weren't great. And so I feel like we kind of limped into the postseason. And that, that was what I was most worried about was our bats were just not going to. Goldie wasn't hitting. He was stuck on 115 RBIs for seemed like the whole month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't um, homer at all for a, the yeah, longest Aaron time. Yeah, Arenado wasn't. The only guy... The guy who showed up was Pujols. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Should have batted him third. That's crazy. Um, I think that last at bat. So I mean, we had who I, who got? Yeah, yeah. Who who got on to lead that inning? Was it was it Newbar with a walk? I think. Yeah. Then Pujols ripped it down the line. Yes. And then so first and second, Goldie's putting up a good at bat. First and second, um, one out. Deluzio yeah, Newbar on. Has has a full count. That ball was never a strike. That ball was down. It was in the dirt pretty much when it left his hand. And uh it wasn't like a breaking ball either. I think it was like a sinker that just literally was down, down, down. And I could tell his first at bat. I think Noah Nola it was either his first or second or third or fourth. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. But he threw two sliders back to back and Way out of the zone, and Goldie just lunged at it and swung. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh God!" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I'll be honest. I I thought there was going to be some magic in the ninth inning. I thought so too. I, I was so laying too. on my couch with my eyes closed, literally saying a prayer for every single guy up. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. No did did you did you um did you cry at all at the end? Uh, no. I was kind of pissed. I got sad in the morning when I saw all the uh tweets. Like Yachty and Albert, uh, like, thank you. Cause I was telling Kaylee, I was like, uh, the only catchers I remember in Cardinals playing for the Cardinals since I've been alive is Mike Matheny when I was five or four or really little. And then Yachty or Molina until now, which is crazy. And then, you know, you got like Tony Cruz, Jason LaRue, <laughs> AJ yeah, Przinski. Yeah. yeah. That's probably like our backup since then, which is kind of crazy. And then I, Albert. I did- He's been playing for 22 years. He came up in 2001. So mm-hmm. literally the entirety of my life, yeah, which is crazy. It's, it's wild. It's wild. I did and cry. my like, childhood hero. So <laughs> I did cry at the end when, when Yachty got the hit. Cause Albert, do you see Albert? Albert was like over there praying, um, on, on the bench. And then I just felt like it was like the, it did. We obviously didn't win, um, which was always obviously the goal, but. It was a perfect ending. They both finished their uh, careers. Yadi obviously has not been a hit, a great hitter all mm-hmm. year long, and for him to get that opposite, I mean, it was like a classic Yadi hit. It was the yeah. uh, push it the other way. He always, yeah. And of course, it was Tommy Edmund who popped it up. Who I feel like was right on that ball. I always feel like when mm-hmm. you're a pop it up, you're just a little bit underneath it. Yeah. Because I, I felt to- like Tommy was gonna rip a liner. Yeah. But and I mean, they they was it um. Was it Deluzio at first or Carlson? It was Carlson. Uh, yeah. Deluzio that was another thing. Robert. I wish I understand why you played Yepes. I would have mm-hmm. played Carlson. It didn't end up hurting us. but did Until you see that, that get, double. Yeah. Did you see it the almost did. Yeah. That pissed yeah, me off yeah, too. Yeah. He just stopped running. Yeah. He completely stopped running. Yeah. So I will say. I, luckily it didn't hurt us. but I know we've been talking about our. 
Like we have good outfielder depth. I feel like we have a lot of decent guys in the outfield. Oh, there's no, no there's no studs. No. Yeah. You, That's you what I say. You, you got to call up Jordan him. Walker. He's mashing the ball in the Arizona Fall League. He hit a homer yeah. today again. Like 443. I just saw that. 108 off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Dude's going to be amazing. And it, does, it seems fitting because, I mean, he's like, besides Oscar Tavares, he's like the closest thing to Albert's prospect. Mm-hmm. And then the year Albert goes out, we bring him in. Why not? So I I hope Carlson can turn it around next year. And O'Neill just stay healthy. I think I think Carlson will. I don't. He just, I don't think this is. He just doesn't hit the ball hard. Yeah, his bat speed is so like long and mm-hmm. very long. I don't like saying this, but it it gives me PTSD of Dexter Fowler hitting a baseball. Ooh. Oh, Fowler had a super long swing, man. That bat had this is kind of like time. it. He has no pot, like nothing off it. Yeah, yeah. I, I can great defender that. though. Better yeah. than Dexter. Let's get to something a, a little uh, a little brighter here. Um, the Padres beat the Mets. So first game, Scherzer got shellacked, bro. I mean, Scherzer was just yeah, getting that was lit surprising. Up. Um, game two, what was the final score for game two? That was uh, seven nothing. three seven three Mets. And then the last game, Padres. I mean, just the Mets had one hit. <laughs> Musgrove, oh man, yeah. So, how do you feel about the whole all the stuff? Because I, the shiny ear or something like that, people are talking about. But I think it's like, uh, can you not? Said, have you ever heard of, like sweat or or what? Yeah, McCutcheon that was kind of weird. Wor- I don't know. Yeah, red hot on your ear. Yeah, I've never heard of that. And then everyone's when he comes out there, Musgrove goes like this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, have you ever? Have you ever, when you're sweaty, not like gone like this before? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I also they're exactly. saying his spin rates are up. My thing is, it's a playoff game, winner take all at the opposing ballpark. You're probably a little hyped up. For and sure, you got some adrenaline pumping through you. For sure. But hey, it's Mets fans. They got to find some reason for why they lost. Yeah, yeah for gone. sure. And uh, I mean, one hit still doesn't. I mean, it's one hit. Yeah, he's got no hit in the elimination game. Um, oh, but Bassett. after after that, he just went. I I love that whenever, except it's like against us. But uh, <laughs> yeah, whenever yeah. someone does something and then they just shove it right in their face, <laughs> and when he yeah. did this to their, oh, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that I don't really like. I hate the Mets. I mean, I would you know I want to say the Padres can't beat the Dodgers, and I want to say the Phillies can't beat the Braves. But I could see a world where Nola and Wheeler go absolutely nutty, and then they get a couple bombs from Schorber, or, and then they knock yeah. them off. It could happen. It's the funny thing was, the one thing we were worried about going into the postseason was our starting rotation, and our pitchers pitched great. Unreal. And we couldn't hit. And really, the Phillies didn't hit great, hit good at all either. I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> I saw some people tweet this, and, I, and, and I'm not saying, I mean, we deserve to lose. One one hundred percent. I'm not not trying to make an excuse or anything like that. I would like to just see like they do in the NBA and in the, in the uh, NHL, just best of seven. I know it's a long season. I know, mm-hmm. but it's hard to win your division and then play in the wild card round. Yeah, and then you you're done in 48 hours. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 tough. Um, with that being said, I mean we would have been down two nothing and had to make some crazy comeback. So I'm not making an excuse for us losing. 
Um, <clears throat> we'd have been down two nothing and going to Philadelphia. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I so I really would have just liked for you know I don't even like the NLDS and ALDS five game series. I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a fan of just seven all the way out. And again, yeah. I know it's a super long season. Expand the rosters. I want to, I want expanded rosters. I want more pitchers available. So if you can save arms, um, but, but I mean, look at the NHL. They they have an eighty-two game season, and for a, a physical game like that, that's a long season. And yeah. so and so they they got got it out and, and play uh, all seven. And I know that a lot of people call the NBA soft, but they still they still go all seven. Um, and I mean, you mentioned it several times. I think the NBA playoffs. should go five in the first round. The teams are so bipolar. Yeah. The <laughs> one, one V eight. Yeah. That's very true. But hockey, um, it's like the coin flip really. Yeah. This next, this next round is going to be fun though. I mean, I think you and I can agree Mariners are guardians and uh, pretty much screw everybody else. So. Yep. yep. <laughs> that's, I, uh, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Mariners guardians. Then who would be that third team that you would say, Hey, I wouldn't mind. It's not going to be the Dodgers. Uh, I, for me, I like the Braves' talent. Mm-hmm. That whole chop thing and like they, it just I hate it. I just yeah, it's, it's so very annoying. annoying. Same so with like annoying. the Chiefs and Florida State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody does it, man. Everybody. Um, the worst thing is last year, sat next to Florida State's band when they played at Clemson. Oh, I gosh. wanted to kill them. Yes. Okay, I, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> I, it was very annoying. Yes, you know, honestly, I'm I'm. Since they beat us, it, it looks better if the Phillies keep winning, you know. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. No, for I hate the, the Phillies. I hate the Phillies. They fan have base. the worst I, fans. Yeah, bad fan town. Yes, definitely. Padres don't. Padres don't. I don't like Machado. I don't like Hater. I don't like Soto. Soto. But they're they're more likable without Tatis. If they had mm-hmm. Tatis, I would not be able to. I kind of. It would be kind of cool if they won without Tatis and like, hey. Yeah. See, we can win without you, big boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, don't want the Yankees to win. I don't like that Yankees fan base. Even though I don't hate the Yankees players, really. I don't have anybody that I'm like, eh. Matt Carpenter um, may play, so I hope Matt Carpenter plays good. Awesome. I hope they lose. <laughs> that'd be awesome. But yeah, Mariners, Guardians, please, one of you guys come out come out and uh, and win it. That'd be awesome. I feel like um, I would like the Astros mm. if they didn't cheat that one year. I was about to say that. Because they they don't have anybody that rubs me the wrong way. I, I have this Bregman. idea in my Bregman. That's true. I have this idea of Altuve from that whole thing that happened. But besides that, he had Altuve's, one of his best offensive years this year. Yeah, he's he's unbelievable. Hall of Famer, maybe. I'd have to I have to look deeper into it. But I would too. <laughs> um, for the first time in months here, we uh, have some NHL to talk about. So hockey, uh, we're we're gonna. The season has technically started already. I don't know if you knew that. They had. I think two... I I heard it on when I was listening to part of my take. They're like, yeah, they started some games and nobody knows like about Prague it. or something. Yeah, yeah, they started in Prague. Um, the Sharks versus the Predators. Predators won both games over there. The season has started, I guess, with that. But the, all the games start Tuesday night. Um, which, if you're listening to this on a Tuesday, it, it'd be tonight. <laughs> um, but it's. Uh, I'd have to look. Rangers definitely play. The Ducks definitely play. Um, but I, I'd have to look it up. But they're on ESPN, which I like. I love that. Uh, NHL has made uh, that contract with TNT and ESPN yeah. because a lot more people, even yourself, you said even last year during the playoffs, you could watch more. 
yeah. more of you know games that were happening. But we do have our um, I think Valley Sports to... Midwest. Fix your app so I can watch Blues games. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We'll see if it um, works on this TV. You um, you said you're going to do this on the spot, but yeah, sure. uh, our division, our division predictions. So I'm going to start in the Atlantic, and okay. so again, uh, three teams okay. make it, and then a wild card, two wild cards <clears throat> from the East and the West. So for me, three in the teams Atlantic, make I... it, one wild card. Okay. Yes. Or two. It have, right. It doesn't have to be a wild card from the Atlantic. It could be it's, both. It's from two the wild cards for each conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. So so in the in the division. I don't like this setup. I don't personally like it. I like just the one. Let's do the divisions, the division people first for each con, like, like the Atlantic, the Metropolitan, then do the wild card. Yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, so I have the Toronto Maple Leafs with the best record in the Atlantic. I have Tampa Bay coming in second. I have Florida in third. Those are the three I was going to pick. I think they could be in any order. I think last year, I think last year Florida. Florida. Florida, Toronto, Tampa, I think. Yeah, I think so. But I mean, it, it's got to be those three. You could you could throw Boston maybe in there, and but those three are definitely top of the pack. Um, in the Metro, um, I have the Rangers, and I think they they're one of the favorites to win it all this year. Um, the Hurricane are in second for me, and then the Penguins are coming in coming in third. Yeah, that's who I was. That's who I would honestly say too. Looking at. With Pitts, I think Pittsburgh's going to be good, mm-hmm. and Ovechkin's still playing, right? Yep, yep, yeah. yeah Washington, good. Yeah. Washington could sneak in there for sure. And then in the wild card, I have the I have the Bruins making it. Uh, they had a big coaching change in the off season. They, if you look at the roster, they re-signed Bergeron. They re-signed, or I don't think they had to re-sign Marshawn, but Marshawn's still there. Pasternak's still there. Um, yeah, they're they're very very good still, and um. My sleeper, and because they made a lot of moves in the offseason. I know what you're, you're going to say. The Ottawa Senators. Oh, I thought you were going to say Detroit. <laughs> I thought about Detroit because they did make it. They're kind of similar with like Ottawa. Ottawa made a lot of moves, though, and um, I think Ottawa's going to get booted out in the first round, but I think they make the playoffs. <laughs> I'll go Boston, even though I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And... I'll just be boring and pick the Capitals. <laughs> That's not a bad pick. That's not a bad pick. Is Columbus um, supposed to be good with uh, Johnny Guru? So they, I was looking at the roster and they have a couple stars like Goudreau, uh, Line A, and then Wierenski. Boom. There you go, Zach Wierenski, the defenseman. Yeah. He was go. on my fantasy or fantasy draft NHL team. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's he's a great player. Um, and then Elvis Mers, Mers- Leakins is their goalie, and he's he's a he's a stud. Oh yeah, he's a beast. And <laughs> in in the central, um, I do have the Avs winning that, um, winning that division. I have the Blues coming in second, and then I know the Wild um, were were there last year, right after us. But I have the Predators making the making it this year, not just because they looked really good in Prague, but I I like um I like their roster, and uh, they made a couple moves. Niederreiter from Carolina is there now, and uh, I think Nashville gets that third spot. So first in the Central, Arizona, obviously. <laughs> I'm kidding. Avalanche or Juggernauts, they're going to be first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go Blue second, and then I'll go Wild third. Mm, that's not, I feel like that's not bad at all. 
So St. Louis, Nashville, Minnesota, Dallas, and Colorado are all pretty. They were all good. They all made the playoffs. No, Nashville didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah, Dallas yeah, they made, made the first. They all did. So all five. Pacific, of them? Oh yeah, because yeah. two wild cards. Yeah, is so, Winnipeg I mean, that's supposed I... to be good? Um, no, but they're they're one of those teams that could sneak in a wild card. They have that fast defender. That's all I know. He's... Winnipeg. Or is he on a different oh, team? Oh, uh, Vancouver. Ah, uh, Vancouver, yeah. Yeah, Quinn Hughes, yeah. Vancouver yeah, to the champion Stanley Cup. <laughs> so we agreed on there. Besides, I mean, you had the Wild, I had the Predators. In the Pacific, I have the Oilers winning that, and I think they've got to be the favorite. Um, I have Calgary coming in second, and they lost Johnny Goudreau and Matthew Kachuk, but they got Nazem Kadri, and we all hate Kadri here on, on this podcast. Um <laughs> And then I have the Kings coming in. Third and place. they got was... the guy from Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Huberto. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's obviously a, a big... <laughs> um, but I have the Kings coming in third. And I, I was really torn. I was making that today. And I was like, yeah, the Kings give me San Francisco Giants vibes where I could see them coming down to earth after kind of surprising everybody. Mm-hmm. But they got Kevin Fiala uh, from, from Minnesota. He's a 30-plus goal scorer. And so I think he's going to add to that scoring and then um they have really good goalies i mean goalies are kind of up and down it really depends on the year but yeah. um jonathan quick and cal calvin or cal peterson um over there so i have them i have them um finishing that i have edmonton first uh i feel like not a lot of these teams were that great last year no the pacific's the pacific's bad uh is Vegas supposed to be good? Don't they have a lot of good players? They just don't play good. Vegas is complete. They were they were always competitive since they've come into the league, and now they're. If you look at the roster, it's a bunch of nobodies. All right, I won't pick Vegas then. I guess I'll go Calgary. Then I'll go. My boy Hughes, Vancouver. Have no idea if they're good or not. <laughs> they're they're. I mean, I have them. I think they're frisky. I'm trying to think about a wild card here, and I definitely have. Um, I'm picking Dallas and Nashville. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I had Nashville in the division, so I have Minnesota as the wild card, and then yeah, I'll go I'll go with Dallas also. Um, I really wanted to pick like Anaheim because they have a lot of flashy young fun players, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, um, Zegers. Yeah, he's the cover of Chell this year. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I'll go Dallas and, and Minnesota to to finish that up. But um, <clears throat> we didn't bring in our individual awards, but I'll post. I'll make sure to post that this week. And so yeah, because I, I still don't know what they mean. Yeah, they, there's what's yeah, the MVP? Is that the Hart Trophy? That's the Hart Trophy. Yeah. Okay, I know that one. Yeah, the Vesna is the goalie. The Norris is the best defenseman. Didn't um, O'Reilly win that? O'Reilly won the. Um, now, now you're getting me tricked Defensive up. Defensive forward, wasn't it? Yes, and I get that confused with the award for the best playoff player. One of them is the Selkie, but NHL um, have the names, but then in parentheses <laughs> put what it actually is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've always they've always done it like this, but uh, it's kind of cool, I, honestly. It, it honestly is. It is. But uh, yeah, a lot more NHL talk coming, which is which is low very key fun. getting kind of excited for hockey. Look at you, Zach. Look at you. Yeah, good stuff. 
Um, another fun topic here, the NBA. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, t- we have today our top 10 small forwards. So um, there is one guy on this list that you would you put him at shooting guard. I put him at small forward, Jalen Brown. So that'll be a little different. But um, I feel like I do this every <clears throat> every list is an honorable <clears throat> mention from the my, my favorite team, the Raptors. But I had OG Ananobi off the list. I think Fred Van Vliet, I think he made my list, though. I have to double check. No, that. he didn't make your list. Was He was an honorable mention then. I and think I, so, I, yeah. I, I, Gary Trent is an honorable mention, and now I have, a, I have OG. Um, at, at power forward, Siakam's got to make the list for sure. The power forward, like you said, it's not. They suck. Not very deep, yeah. Um, and even at the back end here, not not fantastic. Yeah. But, um, anybody that you were left off your list that's kind of crazy? or uh, Michael Porter. Oh, okay. He was hurt the entire year. He can't stay yeah, on the court. Exactly. I have a hard. I want him to be so there. good. Ever since yeah. he went to Mizzou, I'm just. Oh, he's shown flashes. Flashes. Oh yeah. I mean, he has since high school. Yeah. Obviously, he's the num- number one um, or number two recruit coming out of his class. At number ten, though, um, and I actually had OG number ten until today. I switched it. I have RJ Barrett at number ten from the New York Knicks, and I feel like he's slowly. Um, he was the number three overall pick a couple of years back, but he's slowly coming <clears throat> into his own. And um, so I don't know if he's he's that. I don't think he'll ever be a number one guy. Um, but no. him and Julius Randle over there are, are playing pretty good now. They have uh, Jalen Brunson. I feel like that could help spread the floor for him. Um, and he's still only like 22, 23 years old. So uh, I really like RJ. So he's my number ten. Uh, I'm going with the Jefferson City kid, OG and Anubi, for number mm. ten. Uh, you wouldn't think that here in OG Ananobi. You wouldn't think that. He but. was born in London. Just mm-hmm. found that out. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Uh, average seventeen a game. Uh, like a reliable scorer, but he's not a do it like giving the ball and go ISO. You know, spot yeah, up yeah, cutter. Yeah. yeah. And then just an elite defensive guy, which is super important and super important on the Raptors and helping them win with a really fun lineup to have with just a bunch of long guys. Yeah, it's awesome, bro. And I will say with OG in the 76ers series last year that we lost in 6. <clears throat> OG started OG started playing more iso ball mm-hmm. um like against certain guys. I think he had Tobias Harris on him, which is not a great defender, and he was doing a little more iso stuff and I listen to this Raptors podcast every morning. And he was talking how every morning <laughs> I do every morning. Um, he gets my day started, but Big rappers uh, guy, yes, sir. But no, OG, OG starting to come into his own a little bit where I think he has the ability to be a more ISO, ISO guy. And if he does that, you already mentioned, it's a very fun lineup. And I feel like he, you add him with Scotty Barnes and Siakam and Gary Trent, you know, spacing the floor. And Scotty Detroit. Barnes, a power forward. Technically. And they have OG at the three. Okay. Oh, you mean for our list? Yeah. Yeah, I, I count him as a power. Yeah, well, I mean, Siakam is. I mean, Siakam runs center. They're both so, power forwards. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, my number nine was Mikhail Bridges from the Suns. And Mikhail came in second, the, the um, Defensive Player of the Year award voting last year to Marcus Smart. But Mikhail has slowly, I wouldn't even say slowly, happened pretty fast he's become like a in my opinion a top 10 small forward uh, where he was just a defensive three and d guy and now he's doing a little more kind of like og where he's not an iso guy don't want to get that impression but he's doing Mm -hmm. 
he's doing more of that stuff. So, um, yeah, Mikhail, uh, I feel like he has to be. I mean, I also believe he was the. Uh, I don't think I don't. I'm. I know Jalen Brunson was. He may have been the collegiate player of the year too. <clears throat> from Villanova, he was in the running for the Wooden Award. He played at Villanova. Yeah, with I, he Brunson. was definitely. He was. He was definitely in the running. Because I think Brunson won it. Tw- Brunson won it twice, right? Yeah, they, I think he won it his last year. Whenever uh, they won the title. Yeah. Or they won so. it twice, I think. Yeah, they won it twice. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, but no, Mikhail Mikhail is uh is really good for that Suns team and I feel like he's still kinda underrated because you get you get the C P three love, you get the Booker love, the Aiden, and then the then they talk about bridges. But I think he's just as valuable as really anybody. Oh yeah. Uh my number nine is Andrew Wiggins. Somehow started in the All Star game. Don't agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> He yeah. was an all star this year. His stats are bored. Like he averaged 17 a game, shot 46%, 40 from three. So like solid numbers, uh, really good piece for the Warriors. And I think he really gets to do a lot and, uh, shows athleticism off playing off Clay Thompson, Steph Curry and Jordan Poole. Like he's probably their third or fourth option, really. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> he's really good. I think he can play really good defense if he puts his mind to it, but I don't think he always does. Um, so yeah, he's, he was the number one overall pick too, right? Yep. He was. Yeah. And people said, Oh, he doesn't, he didn't live up to it. I mean, but he's, he's, he's putting a solid career together. He really is. And so, uh, Wiggins was my number eight. And I feel like in that system and, um, in Golden State, he's kind of blossoming here. Uh, I feel like in Minnesota, he came in and they kind of wanted him to be the guy. And I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he's ever going to be the guy or ever no. was going to be, but he's with, with the spacing that Steph and clay provide and Jordan pool, he can kind of just thrive over there as a slasher and mm. um, even get his ISO buckets when he needs to. But yeah, Wiggins was, was my number eight. Uh, my number, I guess is my eight. Yeah. Yeah. Could you went first? My number eight is Brandon Ingram. Of the Pelicans, uh, average 22 points a game, round up 23, five, six rebounds. I'll round up 5.6 assists, but that's six in my book. Mm-hmm. Uh, shot 46%, 32 from three, so not great. Uh, he's a guy when he's hot, he can just go off and just make everything, but he's not the best efficiency guy. Yeah. And also, I think like a big, uh, statistic in NBA is win shares now. Yeah. Yeah. Which I just know if it's higher, it's better. He had 3.9. Kind of so like feel, war, right? I kind of, I think it's similar to that. Yeah. I, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was kind of looking at that in some of my rankings, but I think he's good. I think he's more of that. I think he's very similar to like Carmelo Anthony. Just to score. Yeah, yeah. He does pass it a little bit more than him, but he gives me just score vibes. Not really a great defender. He was an all-star this year, I believe, right? Mm. Yeah. Was he? Did he make it? No, yeah, that yes, was whoa, that was like three years ago. Wow. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> I, I could have sworn he made it this year. Maybe. Um yeah, I'm confused. BI was my number seven. And I feel like I feel like Kevin Durant is a good and bad comparison to him because he's long and lanky and is a bucket like that but also kevin durant Katie's, shoots crazy percentages 
It's insane. It's insane. But he's like, I would say KD's a better defender for sure. But you kind of get that comparison um, where, where they're a bucket like that. I think Ingram's still like 23 or something like that. So, I mean, I think this, this guy's, you know, what <laughs> what is the uh, phrase I tried to say last week? I said so like the sky uh, wait, is the what? ceiling or something. I think I said like the sky is the ceiling or something like that. Oh, Whatever that phrase Oh, so is. you're like uh, Michael Jordan when he said, the sky's the ceiling. The sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. Yeah, is that did MJ say that in that documentary? Yeah, he said it at uh, uh, NC or Carolina game basketball game. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but no, Bi Bi is an absolute bucket, and you get Zion healthy, you get CJ healthy, and that team could, you know, we I think we mentioned it last week. That team could make some make some noise. All right, so my number seven is Mikhail Bridges. I really like him. One, he has he had eight point nine win shares, which is over half more than Brandon Ingram. Yeah, yeah. He played every single game, shot fifty three percent, shot the three at thirty seven, uh averaged fourteen rebounds. He's elite defensive player, as you were saying. I think he's gonna get even better this year. Uh I honestly think he's if you take him off the Suns, they would not be nearly as good. I think he's one of the most important players on their team because we know Devin Booker can't play defense to save his life. So Mikael Bridges has to take on that assignment and shut him down. And he's really good. I've, I've really liked him since he was in college. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's just as steady as they can be. For sure. He also takes on every best wing player. He he guards Braun, he guards KD, he guards Giannis, he guards Tatum, yeah. Jimmy Butler. So he's got and he a plays every assignment. game. He doesn't get hurt. I know. Did you have his? Do you have his stats pulled up? I did. Yeah. Okay. What, what's that do you know? Of his points per game, fourteen point two. I was gonna say I thought it was fourteen. So it's raised yeah. every single year. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Um, my number six is Chris Middleton of the Milwaukee Bucks, and Middleton. Right on. Yeah, I was about to say when you were you you were talking about Mikhail, we've been pretty close on everything. Uh, I think you left R.J. Barrett off, didn't you? Yeah, didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, I feel like that says <laughs> enough. You shouldn't be on my list. <laughs> uh, no, Chris Middleton's been uh, a really good number two star over there, and um, and Milwaukee to Giannis, and obviously Drew Drew Holiday as well. But Middleton is a mid mid range assassin. His his name fits him perfectly. And uh, a huge part of that championship team, and a huge reason why they could, you know, win another one this year. Yeah, perfectly said. I had Chris Milton at six too. Uh, just makes the big shot when you need it. Just mm-hmm. reliable, fun to watch because I love I love the mid range. Mm-hmm. Very hard to play with on two K because he's very slow. But, yeah, very hard. Yes. Uh, yeah, I like Chris Milton. And he came. He was a G League guy who I believe. Is three time All Star now and NBA yeah. champion. Yeah, he's kind of like Mikhail has con- constantly gotten better. Yeah, my number true. five was my number five was Jalen Brown, and uh, you have him on your shooting guard list, like I mentioned. But Jalen um, is the number two star in in uh, in Boston, but I feel like he could be a number one star um, in in a lot of places. Jalen Brown, like you had absolute... to you. I think we did this again. There's someone on my list who you have at a different position. Oh, great! Oh, great! Oh man, we'll find out. Um, I think it's no, gonna be j- this guy that I'm about to say, which okay, I'll be disappointed if you have him at power forward. Okay, okay. 
You want to <laughs> guess? No, nah, no. Nah, Demar Derozan. Did you have him at power forward? No, I have him here. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I God, have who him else here. is it? Demar is your number five. Yes. Okay. Right on. Uh I think the guys in front of him are better. Mm-hmm. Uh career year last year. His stats aren't loading for me, so that's awesome. <laughs> but I know it's he like averaged 20, like 27, 27. Yeah. yeah, 27, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Very solid year for DeMar. <laughs> Kidding. He had like probably <laughs> four, five and four or something. Mm-hmm. But really just kind of uh, was a spark plug for the Bulls. Really, if they didn't have him, they wouldn't be the – what seed were they, like the five or four? I think they were the five. So they were they're pretty good. They were the one seed for a long time. Uh, but – it was exciting to see him after being with the Spurs for a little bit come to Chicago and just have one of his best years when he's 30, his early 30s, 33, 34, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. He's getting up there, up there now. But uh, yeah, I think he's crucial part to the Bulls and very good. Yeah, DeMar was my number four. And um, so you and I have been pretty on with, with, our, with our, um, our list right here. But DeMar is the number one guy over there. And I think. I think they could definitely make noise. Him, Levine, Vucevic. Love to see Lonzo be healthy at a defensive a- aspect oh, yeah. of that team. But you got Caruso, man. Caruso can fill in and, and do his thing. So, um, yeah, I have DeR- DeRozan at four, and uh, he had a couple bad years. I want to. I don't want to say bad actually, but not not big number years in San Antonio. But it's also a system in San Antonio where they don't usually have a number one guy. And so yeah. um, he can kind of he can kind of you know control the game and go get buckets in, in Chicago and he's done that so far. Um, but I'm kind of interested on in who who you uh, who you have that I don't have. I feel like you're it's going to be this guy who I say is a small forward and you always say no he's not. But my number four is Paul George. I have him on my list. I know who it is. <laughs> it's it's going to be the next guy I say. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Paul George. I think he's. Everyone always gives him crap. I mm. think he's still extremely underrated. He's been super consistent. Uh, insanely good at defense. One of the best defenders. God, my computer's like flipping out. It's like nothing's loading. Probably because I have so much stuff going on. But, uh, <laughs> um, I know he's been like all defensive, uh, multiple times. Mm. Average 24 last year. I think he's going to, and he shot 42%, but he was really their entire offense. He had to shoot yeah. to give him a chance to even score. He didn't play. He was injured. Uh, yeah, he played 31 games. He yeah, was injured for a long time. I, I'm just waiting. I just want a, a full season of, oh, baby, go Devontae Adams. <laughs> touchdown. Uh, it was like a 60-some-yard touchdown. Uh, sorry. Uh, but I've I just been waiting for him and Kawhi to just be healthy the whole season, just to mm-hmm. see what they can do. That team's a title threat. Yes, they every really year. Are. If even mm-hmm. if they get in the playoffs and they're both healthy, Kawhi just goes to a different level. Yeah, man, he's he's going to be different this year. Oh, hold up! Do you have Kawhi on small forward list? Yeah. Okay, so I had him at power forward because I had Paul George at the small forward. Okay, they're both small forwards; they just play out of position. I got you. Okay. Um, my number three was Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy oh, Butler. God, I didn't have it on my list. <laughs> so you don't have another guy on your list here. I forgot about yeah. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard making this list, man. Um, 
I guess. I yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy was Butler at power forward. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Butler's an honorable top five for me. Yeah, there you go. I'll, I'll just add that whenever I edit these videos. But oh, um, no, Jimmy was my number three, and he's one of the best two-way players in basketball. And uh, I w- really wish he would have had the uh, the extension. Did you see his extension dreads that he had yeah, rocking like for the this. longest time? <laughs> yeah, like he that. cut him or he cut him off or however you do extension. Just unclipped him from his head. Ex- exactly. They're like woven into it. I think I don't. Know. I know. Yeah. I mean, even when Hannah, and then you Hannah can't wash them. Ex- no. no. So Hannah smell. has extensions. Hannah has these ones weaved in, and when you feel it, it's like literally weaved into her head it's it's a weird really? it's a weird thing yeah <laughs> Wait, back Hannah, is it like a braid like <laughs> on the side of her head uh it's in the back and so it like added a layer to the back or oh. something you couldn't notice when you look but never noticed had me feel it yeah so next time i see um, Hannah, i should just grab the back of her <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but no jimmy butler is an absolute dog and i and honestly personally i i've kind of underrated him um or overrated him i've i've overlooked him for the last couple of years i didn't think he was anything but then then he had that tremendous bubble run and yeah. uh he's con- he's continued that so he's my number three wait so you say you have paul george on your list yeah Kawhi's okay, gonna go on my power forward list this guy's gonna go this is the guy the guy i'm about to say right now you're gonna have on your power forward list and it it's my one of my biggest pet peeves mm. jason tatum Yes, so I I did have him on my power forward. Yeah, list. screw you. Hey, Come on, he's a small forward. <laughs> it's because I have Jalen. Oh, same thing look as at the this. Clippers. Basketball reference: small forward. <laughs> it's the same thing with the Clippers thing. So like I have Paul George small forward, Kawhi power forward, and I have Jalen Brown small forward and Tatum power forward. But I can I can yeah Jalen Brown forward. shooting guard, Jason Tatum small forward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because then on 2K, he has to play on the block the whole time, and I want Jason Tatum I know, on yeah. three-point yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. And then there's some teams that the four will play outside, and then there's teams where I don't know how to get him out there. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going on a tangent, but Jason Tatum is my third. <laughs> St. Louis boy. Uh, I played against him. He wouldn't be as good if he didn't face me, an elite defender. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I did almost hit a three when he was closing out on me, but I missed it. That would have been really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, had probably his best, yeah, career year, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 26 roundup, 27 points a game, eight rebounds, four assists. The one thing about Jason Tatum is he never shoots at a high clip. I was about to say that. 45% field goal percentage and 35 from deep. I love Jason Tatum. The majority of the time he has really good games, but every once in a while he just mm-hmm. has some abysmal games where he shoots two for 20 or something crazy. Yeah. You hit that uh, on the nose because I was about to say that there's some games where he's literally like 0 for 11 from three. And he's just still chucking that thing. Yeah, but he also led his team to a NBA Finals appearance, which mm-hmm. is pretty incredible. Um, excited to see how they played this year. See if he can do it again. I hope he can. I think that loss will only make him better throughout his yeah. career. My number two was Paul George. Some people actually even have Paul George at uh, shooting guard. Which, that's where he that's first like came the, up with. Yeah, but he's like six nine, which is crazy tall for a shooting guard. Yeah, I think he um, grew but, like a couple of his first years in the league. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think he did too. But he's wow. a, he's a random he's a he's a rare guy from Fresno State that, that made it big. 
But no, Paul George, uh, I think, is overhated. I know he had a really bad uh, bubble, I guess it was. and um, But no, he, he was an MVP candidate in OKC several years back, top three MVP candidate. And then now I just think he's, um, if, if healthy, him and Kawhi is arguably, you can make you can make an argument they're the best duo in basketball. So I oh, think yeah. Paul George is, is bound for a tremendous season. And um, I hope the, I mean, since I cheer for LeBron and the Lakers, I hope the Clippers aren't as good as I think they're going to be, but uh, I have a pretty good feeling they're going to be good. So my number two is LeBom James. Uh, I wanted to put Jason Tatum above him, but LeBron scored more points and shot better from the field. I think Jason Tatum had more win shares, though, Mm because LeBron couldn't lead his Lakers to the playoffs. (laughs) So, yeah, that's pretty great. Um, But LeBron is just super consistent. At age, whatever, however old he is, but uh, um, yeah, he's still gonna be good. Uh, we'll see if AD can stay healthy and if that's the key, bro. That's the key. Honestly, I don't even know if that's the key. They just have a weird team. You know, I kind they of... have three point guards: Westbrook, yeah. Beverly, Schroeder. Yeah, and then I couldn't name another player on their team. So I, you know, they don't. Is Melo still on their team? <laughs> No, he he's nowhere right now. Um, <clears throat> so Braun was my number one, and um, you know we can get into teams later. So I don't want to last long on this. I don't. I know you look at it, not you, but people in general look at it. And I know last year was was a mess for sure. They they have gotten younger, and it, it's given me vibes of like what Crusoe and KCP. Um, I mean, Horton Tucker was even productive in that bubble run. Kuzma, what kind of what those guys got where they got younger? Lonnie Walker um, from San Antonio, he's, he's a really good young player. Um, I feel like he's been the guy on 2K who has the A potential for six years now <laughs> and stays the same overall every single year. Yeah, yeah I, I completely, yeah, I get that for sure. Um, but no, I, I think AD's health is a huge factor. Uh, but there's another one, another huge factor. I think it's, I think it's Russell Westbrook being, and I, I've said this a lot of times, but being more efficient. Cause I know, I think just efficiency wise, I still think Russ is a dog. I think, I, I oh, think I he like had just, Westbrook. I think he had a bad season last year, but I think the whole team did. And so I think, um, AD last night, bro, I know it's preseason and, and whatever, but he faced the Warriors and he had 28 points in 21 minutes. And I think he shot like 19% from three last year, which mm-hmm. he's been like a 30% guy and above his whole career. So get back to that. Um, hopefully Braun goes out there and um, he had almost, I think he had 30 points a game last year. And so I'm thinking like 26, 27 this year. I'm, I've said it to other people. I'm, I'm completely okay with AD being the guy. Um, if AD can be, you know, health has been AD's problem his whole career. Um but I, I hate Patrick Beverly. I always have, but he's he's one of those guys you love him when he's on your team. He brings that little edge and um, I don't know if I love it him if he was on my team. <laughs> it's gonna take me a while. It's we'll gonna take me a while. Punch someone in the face. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the claws, your number one. Yeah, Kawhi. He didn't play at all last year, but just the the combination of elite offensive and just crazy defense. Is why Kawhi is uh my number one 
Have you um, seen pictures of him recently? Isn't he like his legs are huge? He's huge. He's massive. I, uh, Kawhi is another one of those guys who I love his mid-range jump shot. He just rises up above everyone and just, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It's just it's kind beautiful. of flat. It's, it's yeah, flat, and it just but, goes in. Yeah. But his last year, he was healthy. I didn't realize this. He shot, he played 52 games. He shot 51% from the field, 39, uh, 39, eight. So basically 40 and then 87 or 89 from the free throw line. So a 50 40 guy close with yeah. defensive player of the year potential. Yeah. He's, he's basically like Giannis, but not as crazy athletic, but he can shoot the three and shoot free throws. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he's a freak. And, um, I'm making that top 25 NBA player list. And I mentioned that you off the air, I, the bold take that I have is I think when he's healthy, he's better than Luca. And I think Luca's going to get you 35 points on like 45, 46% mm-hmm. shooting. Kawhi can literally get 35 on like 65% shooting. Yeah. He's just so efficient. Very efficient um, and plays both. It's, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I have no problem with that. He's, he's going to be really high on my power forward list. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, so we'll have power forwards on, uh, on Friday for that episode. Let's get some college football and NFL going here. Some reactions. Uh, I'm just looking at some games here in Washington. I, I mean, I didn't mention this to you. They just laid an egg, bro. Oh, yeah. The, on Arizona one of my notes, State. I said Washington lost yet again. AJ's yeah. I'm I'm sorry your childhood team is not playing that great this year. <laughs> no, bro. Uh they, they were rolling there for a while, man. Um and these last two games lost to UCLA. The defense has been awful. The offense is still clicking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Arizona State, that's that's a defense wins champions championships. <laughs> Remember that? I think an <laughs> offensive team. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's not working with, for your. Huskers. It's going to live with me for the rest of my life, isn't yep. it? <laughs> um, I'm going to say kinda... that. <laughs> I'm just. Gonna... I'll save that for any time I need to bring it up. <laughs> okay. Michigan uh, kind of ran ran through Indiana, which that's who they beat last week. Kind we of. Thought... They who... were tied ten at half. They beat Iowa last week. That's who I was thinking of. Where. The score was closer than I think it was. It looked, and you said this game was tied at half. It was tied ten ten at half, and then they just twenty one zip in the second half. Huh? Yeah, I I guess one of my big takeaways that one of my notes was all the top teams all look vulnerable. There's a mm-hmm. lot of good college football teams, and um, this may be one of the most wide open years in a while. You, you think Georgia's vul- vul- uh, vulnerable? They almost lost to Mizzou. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. Yeah. They, Dang, who did they play this week? They didn't play someone great. George they, actually they, has a really weak schedule. They faced Auburn this week. Yeah, Auburn's dreadful. Mm-hmm. Um, Mizzou almost beat Auburn. <laughs> They're at the yeah. same level. <laughs> forgot about the Georgia-Mizzou. That's very true. And then with Alabama's Bryce Young injuries, they, they just barely squeaked out of A&M. Or it was yeah. A&M, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, twenty four twenty. Someone tweeted this, and I thought it was very funny. It was uh, they're like an unranked team almost beating number one A and M. I mean, not number one Alabama. That deserves a contract extension. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's one team that's standing out to me, and that's Tennessee, bro. 
Tennessee just stomped LSU. They started off right off the bat, got a, a turnover on the kickoff, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, 40-13. Guess what's next week? What's that? Alabama at Tennessee. Ooh. Oh, that's One of my notes, of Alabama needs Bryce Young back healthy. That's a heck of a matchup. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm gonna have to stream it on my computer and plug it into my TV because there's some. We're gonna save it for Thursday, but mm-hmm. there's. A, I looked. I took a little forward look. There's a little sneak peek. There's a a lot of good games. Right on. Let's go. Very excited. Um, how about, how about game day? It's at Tennessee, Alabama. They're going back to Tennessee. I, I was talking about this week's game day. Screw Kansas. <laughs> they suck. TCU baby Horned Frogs. <laughs> that's awesome i yeah, watched that TC- whole game actually did you yeah yeah tcu 38 31 um but yeah max kansas- dugan beast for tcu uh, kansas didn't drop they stayed at 19 wow um that's annoying <laughs> max dugan on tcu played really good and Quentin Johnston from TCU, he just would throw to him every single time. He had, I guess I could look. He had, it'll show right on the top because he, he had so many receptions. He had 14 receptions, 206 yards and a touchdown. And KU's quarterback, Jalen, Jalen Daniels, I believe that's his name. Mm-hmm. He got hurt. And then their backup came in. Bean and he threw for four touchdowns. The, the first half, there was not a lot of points. And then the second half, it was just, Nuts. <laughs> yeah. And Max Dugan is really good. And, uh, I guess, um, this will kind of transition, but guess who TCU plays next week? Who's that? Oklahoma State. Gotcha. Okay. Who, yeah, Oklahoma uh, State beat who Texas barely kind of hung on against Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. We predicted that was going to be a close one. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm getting, I'm getting really excited for next week. There is, a lot of good, good matchups. Uh, Mississippi Mississippi State dominating Arkansas. Arkansas um, kind of just fell off the cliff, huh? That's exactly what my note says. Arkansas <laughs> has fallen off a cliff. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I I don't understand why. I think for some reason Arkansas KJ Jefferson didn't play that game, so I don't know if he's hurt. Okay. Uh, but their offense is really good. Their defense is really bad as. Missouri State almost knocked them off because their defense was so bad. Um, and you got to have, as AJ knows, defensive win- defense wins championships. So you got to have a good defense. I didn't watch this game, but number twenty four Cincinnati uh, beating South Florida at home by four. South Florida is one and five now on the season, and uh, yeah, South Florida is not good. Interesting. They have Clemson's. So Clemson used to have co offensive coordinators, and one of our offensive coordinators left to go coach. South Florida like a while ago and they have not been good. <laughs> Georgia absolutely stomped Auburn 42-10. We mentioned that already. UCLA pulling off an upset against Utah at home 42-30. There was no one at that stadium in that stadium though. And my uh, college football prediction is pretty much locked as a non yeah. not happening. That was, yeah. a, that was a bad uh, um yeah. UCLA uh they're looking good. Their quarterback He's got uh, two, DTR. Two, two. He's got two last names, right? 
Yeah, they just call him DTR. It's like Dorian Thompson Robinson, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very common name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just add them together. He had like he's, four touchdowns and yeah, maybe a rushing touchdown also or something like he's that. He's electric. Yeah, he Guess who, do you know who UCLA's coach is? No. Chip Kelly, the GOAT. He's been there for a couple of years. He's okay. kind of rebuilt him. Okay. Um. Guess who UCLA? They don't UCLA. Guess who UCLA plays? Not next week, but the next week. The team they play also has a bye. The next week, USC, Oregon, Oregon. Gotcha. See, I get all I these get, matchups I, just keep coming up. I get UCLA's coach. You said Chip Kelly, right? Yeah. And I get him and LSU's mixed up. Brian Kelly. Brian. They're Kellys. That's why. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Short, kind of large, fat, white yeah. guys. So, yeah. Ohio State dominated Michigan State 49-20. Like yeah, I didn't even put that on my notes. No. <laughs> Ole Miss dominated Vandy 52-28. Yeah. Ole Miss is rolling. Clemson, uh, wasn't it like 10-3 at half or something like that? Hey, and then you... shut up. <laughs> That's what I was telling you earlier. We just had to put together a, um, a complete game. D- it should have been more. DJ threw an absolute beautiful ball to Bo Collins who dropped it, which that's a big problem for Bo Collins. He's dropped. I know at least two, I can count on my hand where he's dropped it and it would have been a touchdown. Yeah. But DJ's still been looking good. He did throw a pick his second pick of the year, but he still played super good. He, he He's making like all the throws. He's mm-hmm. like really accurate. Um, I think one thing is some of our play calling is really stupid it's like second and 10 and we do a quarterback draw. Yes, it sometimes works, but it literally just ran right in the back of someone. Yeah. Or my least favorite play in football is a screen, a wide receiver screen. Oh, I hate it. 90% of the time it does not work. Yeah, I understand why they're up. doing it to spread the field, but it never works unless you have Tyree Kill on your team, mm-hmm. which is why the Chiefs have been no, okay. <laughs> They're good with that. Tyree <laughs> Kill. Uh, but our defense after that, uh, Bad performance against Wake Forest. We have been on one the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And this week we get all our back our uh the starters on defense, our starting defensive line guys who we thought we've been waiting for forever. Xavier Thomas came back this past week and he played six snaps and had two sacks and he won defensive Jeez. player of the week for ACC and he played six snaps, so that's pretty Jeez. impressive. <laughs> yeah. It is. Um we get Brian Brissett back. He had a kidney infection, so he's out the past two weeks. He's going to be in a, a first-round draft pick. Tyler Davis, who is super good and just really funny. He, if you, if I like send you a picture of him, you just like this guy's just goofy, just hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And then Miles Murphy, who's he's like I don't know, he's just a freak. He's like six seven. I don't know how tall he is, but he's just big and fast. So I'm excited for them, and I'm. We can get into it more Thursday, but the Florida State game kind of scares me a little bit, I will say. Trap game? I think it'll be close. The line's at like four and a half, us. Mm, wow. They were ranked at one point. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, US, USC 30-14 um, over Washington State. You even, I think you mentioned maybe even Washington State could have pulled that one out. Yeah, I think it's just because I don't like UC, uh USC, so every game they play, I'm going to say the other team. But yeah, next yeah, week, yeah. it could be because you know who they play next week? Who's that? Utah. In Utah. Mm, mm, that, that's a good matchup, for sure. Maybe a uh, chance for Utah to get get back into 
get higher in the rankings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, South Carolina knocking off 13 Kentucky. Kentucky, another team that's just falling apart here. Their starting quarterback didn't play, so yeah. that's that's why they lost. That'll do it. The That'll guy who's it. supposed to be like a top draft pick. Yeah, maybe even the number one quarterback in the draft, yeah. Um, Wake Forest, 45-10 over Army. We predicted that. Notre Dame over BYU. Hate the Mormons lost the battle of the two religions. <laughs> there you go. In Las Vegas, um, the Catholics and the Mormons going crazy on the in the casinos. Number 20, Kansas State, 10 to 9 over Iowa State. I think you and I both picked Iowa State to win that. I definitely did. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I probably said screw it and said Iowa State. That's I something literally I think you said those words exactly. <laughs> uh, Alabama finding a way to win 24 20 over Texas AM. Uh, came down to that final play, didn't it? And then yeah. AM could have won it. Yeah, it was a stump play, but. Yeah, he didn't even throw it in. I mean, it was like yeah, a, it was, he threw it to like yeah. the three yard line. Um, NC State grinding it out against Florida State nineteen seventeen. Any comments on that? No, we're better than both. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then number twelve, Oregon. They've been rolling, um, kind of the opposite direction. They've been going up, uh, other than you know Kentucky and Arkansas, but forty nine twenty two over Arizona. They've so, really. I kind of. I I really want to see. Want Oregon to play Georgia now and just see if how the outcome would be. Yeah, I think Oregon would still lose, but I think it'd be a lot closer. And that UCLA game, not this week, but next week, is going to be exciting. At Oregon, Chip Kelly returns. Um, I do have a couple other notes because I think you went through all the ranked teams, right? Yep, that's what I did. Yep. Uh Texas, yeah, Holy straight cow. up demolished uh, Oklahoma. And my thing from. My takeaway from that is if Quinn Ears didn't get hurt in that Alabama game, Texas could have beat Alabama and literally be top five right now. <laughs> I'm not even like trying to exaggerate. They were uh playing really good. Texas may be back. Brent Venables, the seat's open for you to come back to be our defensive coordinator because it's not going well over there in uh, Mormon. <laughs> uh, Mizzou lost again. And I think they need to try a different guy at quarterback. Just see what you got. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, and then this was an unranked game, but listen, just listen to the stat line by Pitts running back, Israel Abanaconda. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to 36 rushes, 320 yards, six touchdowns. Wild. Absolutely wild. I, I meant to put that as my did you see it, actually. Yeah, that, that, that was wild. But yeah, a lot of good games next week that we'll, we'll dive deep into, 20 minutes per game. Analysis. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So be uh, be on the lookout for our preview episode. Talking NFL now. Thursday night football was. I think one I put a note for game. every single game. Maybe. Right on. Thursday night football was one of the uh, most boring, worst games of all time. That's what I put. Cold Speed Broncos, one of the boringest games <laughs> of all yeah. time. Twelve nine, and um, I feel bad for Russ, bro. Being a Seahawks fan, he has a, a, he's a shoulder injury though. So this. Like he, yeah. he deflected the blame. Yeah, there you go. I can't believe he said Broncos country lets a ride after the loss. Like you just can't do that. You can't be doing that, dude. Uh, that's a rough He's situation. Too much. Um. Yeah, we both picked the Broncos. Honestly, I thought the Broncos were going to blow them out. I, I had a I feeling they too. were going to click, and no Jonathan Taylor. I thought, but yeah, seven field goals will do it. Um, the Saints knocking off the Seahawks 39 32. 
That was actually probably one of the funnest games this it week. It was a really it was a really fun game, bro. Um, but the Seahawks defense, Taysom Hill just carved us. Taysom up, Hill went four touchdowns. Should I pick him up on this? For real, man. He went nuts. And the thing is that that's bothering me is like Gino was throwing dimes to people and DK was having a good day. It was having a good day. Rashad Penny went down, but Kenneth Walker hopped in, had like eleven yards per carry, and he he had a touchdown, his first touchdown. Um, in the NFL, and the defense just couldn't literally not. There was one big... Geno play that was a Geno, a OG Geno play. Is that the end? He he should have threw it away, and he took a sack, like yep. a fifteen yard sack. Yep, that ruined it. Yep, because they, I mean, it was like a fourth and, or it was like a third and four or something like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we could have gone. Yeah, he just kept scrambling. I was like, get it away, get it away. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the early game. Though the Giants knocking off the Packers, any any belief in the Giants and the G Men? I still don't think I, they're that. I good. don't. I don't either. But they play the Ravens this week, and I told somebody on live today if they knock off the Ravens and go five and one, yeah, we we have to. Yeah, this to. is all uh, Brian Dable. Like all his credit goes to coaching. Daniel Jones hasn't played great. Also, mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people saying that they're playing good because <laughs> the Giants don't think Daniel Jones is their future, so they're like, just go run it as much as you can. We do not care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was a that was a big comeback win. I think it was like tw- I think it was like tw- what was it twenty two ten at half or something like that or something like that. Yeah, they didn't score at all in the second half. Uh, the pack, unless except for the last play when they took the safety. Oh, so it was twenty. Yeah, so it was twenty-seven, twenty-two. Yeah. Um, the Bills absolutely steamrolled the Steelers. You and I both predicted that. We didn't think it'd be even close. And uh, Gabe Davis had one of the one of the Good weirdest Lord, <laughs> one of the weirdest days. The Randy Moss stat line. Yeah. What's crazy yeah. is that I I traded this week this past I week. Saw I saw Alan Lazard for Gabe Davis. I almost and... vetoed it. I wanted the vote to veto, <laughs> just cause. Always, always out to get me, bro. Yep. Um, the Chargers grinded one out against the Browns. The Chargers are not showing. I mean, what are they? Three and two. Yeah. Ooh, really so, quick on the Bills. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen threw for four hundred and almost fifty yards. Mm-hmm. And then one of the, I don't think it was the ninety-eight yard one. Heck, both throws. But the second one to Gabe Davis, he threw that Dude. ball sick. Oh my god! I, Dude, I saw. Yeah. He threw it from the thirty, and Gabe Davis caught it at like the seven. It was a heck of a catch too. It was like a one-handed catch, but that ball was on a on a dime, oh. just right, right to it. It was pretty aesthetically pleasing to watch for sure. Yes. Um. No, the Chargers grinded out against the Browns. That was closer than I thought it would be. Um. Brandon Staley, yeah. kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh, trying to go for it on fourth down in your own territory, so mm-hmm. plus territory for the Browns. Mm-hmm. When you're up to, mm-hmm. it's. Below the two minute warning, I think, and he decides to go for it when he could have punted it and had him go the length of the field when the Browns are kind of struggling. Yeah, yeah, not smart. With the char- for the, I mean, in the Chargers case right now, I said they're not really impressing me. Their number one receiver is out, Keenan Allen, which is a huge weapon. Michael Williams, beast, and uh, defensively, what what injuries they got defensively right now? I, I saw uh, it Bosa's recently. out. Yeah. I don't know anyone else. <laughs> I, thought there, I thought that um is that Mac Jackson, out. I think Mac's in. 
Um, Derwin James in. I thought so. I think I'm thinking uh, Jackson. The corner. oh, JC Jackson. He could. I be thought out. he was out. I thought he was out. Um, the Vikings beating the Bears 29-22. Everybody in the comments, Vikings are four and one now. Vikings are, they're not impressing me. They're, they're squeezing by some of these games. They low key are maybe the best team in that division though. I know. Yeah, it's gonna be them or the Packers. So if the Vikings play the Packers at one in the after one. PM they'll win. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The Bears, on the other hand, they scored twenty two. I didn't even look at Fields' stat line. He he's completed. He was like fifteen yeah. for twenty one. Yeah, I think he, yards. He had more completions this game than he did the whole season. Yeah, exactly. Did you see how that ended? The game ended. No, the I did Bears not. wide receiver got it. Was running, and then the Vikings guy literally just they were tackling him, and the Vikings guy just pulled the ball away and sealed the really? deal. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I actually picked the Patriots over the Lions this week, but I did not expect that. I didn't either. Twenty nine zip, dude. That that uh Patriots defense looked good. And what's what's the zappy? Zappy. Yeah, he looked good, bro. I think he's better than Mac Jones. I was talking about it in live today on TikTok. I think he might be um uh, making a case to kind of like what people say Rush is doing in in Dallas. No, we'll get to I that game. Hell I don't no. think. No, I don't think. So. I, that's what I've been saying, but some people are are saying that stuff. Um, but I was happy, and the Patriots look good, and the Lions defense still sucks, and offense just disappeared out of nowhere. Yeah. The Jets with a big win, forty seventeen over the Dolphins. Now again, did Teddy leave that game early? Yes, he got injured, and then the new protocols they saw him wobbling, so then they kept him out of the game. Teddy left really early. Holy yeah. cow! He threw one play with the third, like like the first play or second play and they play with mm-hmm. their third string for the rest of the game. Skylar Thompson. So the Jets are happy, but you beat a third string quarterback. Yeah. Um Brees Hall had a good day. 18 carries, 97 yards, a touchdown. Michael Carter a couple He had a hundred receiving yards too. Dang, they had four they had um what was it five rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Dang. Um the Buccaneers Falcons. Buccaneers win twenty one fifteen. That's all that has to be said there. The Titans. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, you want to talk about it, Zach? You're more fired up than anybody. That was the worst <laughs> call ever. Of course, it was the Clemson alumni, Grady Jarrett, with the sack. But mm-hmm. good lord, roughing the passer. Pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I think I sent you guys uh I sent you something. It was a picture of refs, a bunch of refs, mm-hmm. and then it said uh Brady's uh groomsman in his next wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was definitely a Brady call, that's for sure. I legit think the Falcons could have made some had some magic they, going too. They, scored they were coming back all their points in this fourth quarter. Yeah, they were coming back coming back hard there. Um the Commanders, I usually pick them every week. Um, I did not pick them this week. I picked the Titans, Carson and they wins. they were uh, looking good there. Uh, got it all the way down. I thought I was like, oh, they're going to win this. And then Carson Wentz uh, was Carson Wentz. And somebody explained it perfectly. He actually played a pretty decent game until the yeah. very end. There was one very Carson Wentz play that happened. Didn't have an effect on the game. And I don't know if you saw it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not. He was... It was on that same drive at the end, and he's scrambling around. And instead of like throwing it away into like the second row, he lobs it to the corner of the end zone. The next receiver is in the middle of the end zone, not even close. 
and the the corner of the safety, whoever it was, I think it was Byard or however you say it for Tennessee. For, yeah, he like he catches it, but his, both feet were out of bounds. But I mean, it's like that close from being a pick. Like, why wouldn't you just chuck it all the way out? He just like lobbed it. Like, I don't know yeah. what he was thinking. But no, I don't. I don't have faith in the Titans. That um, that whole division is kind of still Titans are going to win it. Um, you think so? Yeah. Uh, did you see the comments Ron Rivera said? No, I didn't. They asked him about how, uh, like, why the Commanders haven't been improving since he's been there, and he's like, "It's the quarterback." Ooh. So yeah, that's calling him great out. coach right there. That's an awful like. <laughs> yeah. who, who's a coach who just basically call, like throws your quarterback underneath the bus? That's just yeah, yeah, not standing up for your guy. Yeah, ridiculous. The Texans Jaguars game was a shock. Like I thought it'd be close, but what happened to the Jags offense, bro? Trevor sucks. I love him, but he's so <laughs> oh my god. He just makes some throws that are really stupid. Yeah. And they they put up a ton of yards, they just never scored. Mm-hmm. If you look at I think the total yards, the Jags had a ton. Let me I'll actually find it. Travis Etienne actually had a, de- a solid game. He had 10 attempts for 71 yards rushing and had 43 receiving yards. So, hey. Best game yet? Yeah. he's Yeah. So the Jaguars had 422 total yards. Mm-hmm. The Texans had 248. And they scored six points. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Um, I was talking about it on live earlier today. I don't think... It's it's a weird year because I don't think there's like a team that stands out as like the clear worst team. My pick though would be the Panthers. Oh, uh, they've yeah. been looking, and um, the Niners beat them thirty-seven fifteen. Jimmy G's just really rolling with that Niners Niners team over there. Uh, George Kittle's kind of been a disappointment. He hasn't been putting up the numbers like he usually usually he, does. But no, he that's... does it in the he does it in he he's a blocks mm-hmm. big blocker big yeah. He hasn't had that fantasy impact, which sucks because I have him on fantasy. But he is a big he, team impact. For sure. Exactly. But no, the Panthers, man. I mean, I think they benched Baker at the end of that for he was Walker. Oh, was he hurt? And they fired Matt Rule today. I did see that. Yeah. So would you agree the Panthers are the worst team in football? Then were the Texans, probably. Mm-hmm. Texans Panthers are competitive. Have, they have... DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Christian McCaffrey. I know. It's crazy. I also saw someone tweet that uh, if this happens, this is kind of ridiculous, but I saw a tweet that said the Bills are interested in trading for Christian McCaffrey. Oh, my gosh. That's game over. That would be crazy. That is game over. This next game, credit to you, Zach. Credit to you. How about Uh, the Cowboys? I did not not think. I mean, I always pick against the Cowboys. Like, you, who'd you say you pick always against? USC, I think you said earlier. That's what made me think uh, about that. Or I always say they could lose. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always pick against the Cowboys, no matter what. And I'm probably still going to pick the Eagles against you guys this week in Philly. But no, you guys, you guys impressed me this week. That defense came out, and the Rams came out flat, bro. I mean, you guys had the had the um, what was the fumble recovery for a touchdown right off the bat? Demarcus Lawrence, D Law. Yeah. Um, and then, then like a couple minutes later, didn't you create another turnover? We blocked a punt. That's what it was. Dorrance Armstrong. It was one of the most beautiful block punts ever. 
<laughs> where right when he's kicking it, he's diving directly on the ball. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. it's just one of those where you just it's just aesthetically pleasing to watch. Yeah, for sure. But as you're saying, people were saying Cooper Rush should be the guy. He threw for 102 yards, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, he was not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ran the ball really good, which is great to see. We haven't been able to do that in a while. Tony Pollard with a big run to score a touchdown. Zeke had 60 some yards. Um, Cooper made some throws when we needed it, but our defense, oh my God, Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence rushing the passer. Mm-hmm. They, like, I legit think we could be, if Dak comes back and plays good, we legit could be Super Bowl contenders just because our defense has been so good. Yeah. And I know I usually say that every year if we win like, like one game, but they to be four and one with Cooper Rush. Yeah. And the Rams, like, they have some problems, but they play the Panthers next week, so they'll 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 win that game. Yeah, yeah, you'd think. I mean, the Rams offensively, man, I just I don't know. It's like Cooper Cup and everybody else right now. I I don't know what what that deal is. I thought for sure, Allen Robinson getting out of Chicago, he would be more successful than he is, and he has just not clicked over there yet. Nope. This next game, you and I both predicted as our upset. Cardinals over Eagles, but the Eagles won 20 to 17. Eagles are 5 and 0. So you guys have a massive showdown Eagles Cowboys on Sunday night, I believe. So, it's probably in Philadelphia. Is it, it is in Philly. Cooper Clutch. So, that that's a big game. That's a big game. I feel like they're going to rush Dak back. He's going to play really bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I could see him trying to play that one. And then I predict this one uh, wrong this week. Uh, I did pick the Ravens over the Bengals, but I thought it was going to be a lot more high scoring than 1917 mm-hmm. and that one. So Ravens, uh, it was last second field goal by Tucker, wasn't it? Yeah. Automatic. I yeah. I had to leave for work, but yeah, Ravens pull that one out. I really like the Ravens. If I had to pick a second favorite team, I think I'd pick the Ravens. I really like mm-hmm. them. They're fun to watch. Lamar Jackson's just or the or the ridiculous. Panthers. I love I love Panthers football right now. Who <laughs> <laughs> um, <He> doesn't? <laughs> yeah, for real. But uh, no, week six. Um, we'll have our preview episode up for that on Friday. Um, we'll bring in. I mean, man, we'll ha- we'll have NHL games that we're talking about finally. Oh God! Uh, so I'll I'll be doing I'll be doing some watching for that. Um, college football preview, NFL preview, MLB baseball. Um, NBA power forward list. It's October. It's a great, great time. Sadly, <laughs> the Cardinals. Are, sadly, the Cardinals are done, but everything else is is going well. I, I'm still. It yeah, hurts. I shouldn't bro. mention that. It hurts. I know. <laughs> it hurts. On that note, we'll see you guys next next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Everybody, have a good week. See you guys. <laughs>